Welcome everybody to Eyes in the Dark. We are a horror movie podcast that lives by a simple motto, and that motto is this, death by celluloid. You're joined here tonight by the three of us, and we are the unholy trinity, as it were. My name is Chewy. I am Evan. And I am James. And we three, as I mentioned, are the unholy trinity. You are our servants by listening. You're providing a service for us. I think it, that makes us sound a lot more gnarlier than we Fan- actually are. <laughs> Fan- fanship is a service. I Fan- guess. Exactly. Yes. It's, Fandom, it's a servitude. Fandom, yeah. yeah, it's a servitude that, that you know is mm-hmm. being served upon Indentured. us. Um, cool. So as you figured out by now, we're, uh, at least I can speak for myself, I'm a fuck up. <laughs> I can't talk. I can't introduce this thing still. But in any case, I'd like to give you guys uh, a little bit of uh, business here up front. Um how you can contact us so you can reach out to the show and you can also reach out to us individually. I'll give you this information here. So to reach out to the show via Twitter, you can reach us by doing EITD pod. That's at EITD pod for our individual Twitter handles. You can reach myself, Chewy at Chupacabra, C H E W P A C A B R A. If you're trying to get at me, E dog, (laughs) you get at me. Electronic dog. <laughs> Two point yeah. Come get this electronic dog at Evan DeBron <laughs> on the tweet, sirs. Uh, what's up, jerks? Um, <laughs> you can find me as always at Jurassic Price on the iGram and the T the T tours. The T tours. The T tours. As of twenty eighteen, it will be Jurassic Price two. Oh, the sequel. You, oh. <laughs> you will be. Is, will it be a clone of you? No, it'll be a sequel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it'll be the, the further me. And uh, you know what? Jurassic, <laughs> Jurassic Price 2, The Lost Sock. Yes. Yeah, I'm not wearing any. So they're already lost. We found them by 2018. Uh, or text me, 714-403-3502. <laughs> <laughs> Just give it out your phone number. All right. I like your Hit style. I am not single, so only text me about movies. Yeah, just be like, hey, this movie, what's up with it? He uh, said movies, not boobies. Not, but, but, not, well, male boobies are fine. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be getting a text from me shortly. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, we, These are really re- realistic looking. Too. We like to oh. refer to James really? here as Dr. James, Dr. Jurassic Price, because he is our uh, fantastic wealth of knowledge here with his doctorate in fi- film film no, no that's a real thing and i don't have that yeah there you go Doctor but i appreciate f- filming the, the notion filmington uh you went to the filmington academy for movies yes there you yeah go. that sounds about right um you can reach the show um the old school way via email and that's going to be eyes in the dark podcast at gmail.com and you can visit our website Eyes on the Dark Podcast.com and Stuff and Things Network.com because we are part of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Um, before we go any further, like I mentioned, we are a horror movie podcast. So why are we doing this? You know, okay, cool. There's lots of horror movie podcasts out there. Uh, what are what are we doing different or what do we think we're doing differently? I'm gonna hand that over to the eloquent Dr. Jurassic Price. What are we doing here? Yeah. We're taking a look at horror movies that might have a deeper meaning. They're not there for cheap thrills and thrills. <laughs> thrills and thrills. <laughs> Skill- Eloquent. Skills and thrills. Um, 
that's so, so that's I'm gonna end it there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that you can <laughs> connect with us a little bit better here. This is already the best intro. Already, this is just oh man, this is great. Um, we're we're filming this or filming. We're, I can't talk either. We're recording this a little bit later because I I mentioned uh, via the the tweeters the Twitter um, that some wisdom teeth had to come out. Uh, that I is, am now dumb. <laughs> no, you're not yeah. any less wise, but that there is medication involved and that mm, can be so yes, you know, yeah, it, heavily medicated two different ways. Yeah, two it, different orifices. Two. Text me. Let me know what you guess the two ways are. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> via text, not Twitter. <laughs> no, no, no. Text me and I'll tweet it. Yeah, just snapshots of it. Mm-hmm. Text um, him and he'll tweet you back the answer. <laughs> <laughs> make sure, make sure you tweet it. Mind blowing. Like a nice little scavenger hunt. Make sure yeah. you tweet him your home address and that's uh, or text him your home address and he'll tweet you at your home address. There Perfect. You Perfect. No, text me your answer. Tweet your home address. I'll put the two and two together and I will tweet a photo of your text to your address. <laughs> Oh, man. In the mail. Mm-hmm. I love this movie right now, by e- the way. E Dog's going to email. <laughs> um, hey, I was just trying to be hard, guys. Yeah, no, you are, you're so hard. Thank you're you hard right now. Okay. Um, this podcast is about movies at some point. Yeah, at some point. That point not, is not now. Not this point. No. Uh, this is the point where you, uh, quote, connect with us by learning a little bit about our movie background because I make us do this every time. Um, for Chewy. Me, I don't know why I introduced myself. Uh, I got into horror movies via the zombie flick and uh, <laughs> through foreign horror films, namely Asian horror films. Uh, when Netflix came about, but before like the streaming was really big and you had to like get the DVDs, I'd be just cruising through it, being like, That was a good time though. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, I'd, I'd I remember like, getting VHS, really, horror movies through Netflix. No, through Netflix. No, no, I just oh. mean, Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were just talking about like when DVDs existed. No, no, oh. Netflix DVD package was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a present. Yeah, but, you can still get yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm just talking about before Good. it was like, oh, instant. It was just like, I'm like, all right, this looks interesting, I yep. guess. I guess I'll wait like a few days <laughs> yeah. and see how that turns out. And I would just get three. So like, because it was like in, in high school and stuff. So you get these DVDs like sent to the house. Like my mom would be like, uh, you have some Asian movie here. That got oh yeah. Delivered that didn't in the go mail. well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that always looked a little weird, but, uh, you got an Asian movie called two sisters here. Um, mom, it's not porn. It's torture. I swear. <laughs> it's torture. I swear. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how I got into horror movies and now I love them. I was basically unattended as a child and neglected also as a child and beaten <laughs> Um, I'm just kidding. I wasn't beaten. Uh, uh, no, I wasn't beaten. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so I just did whatever the hell I wanted, watched yeah. whatever I wanted. My mom didn't care. Uh, half the time, my parents would watch stuff with me. I don't know. But, <laughs> Be like, oh, what are you watching there, son? That looks yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just watched a bunch of stuff that I probably shouldn't have watched when I was a kid. And then, um, but I think I remember from like one of the earliest like horror movies. What I watched was I think Hellraiser was one of them. Child's Play movies those effed me when I was a kid, and then um, like the original Black and White Night of the Living Dead, uh, those were kind of like my first that I can remember. That yeah. I, like, but I was like into them, yeah, but scared. Ah, oh, so scared. But deep. They're uh, coming to get you, them. Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> that movie still creeps me out more than the colored one. 
Uh, you don't mean the black one. <laughs> no, I don't yeah. mean the black one. <laughs> <guy. laughs> okay. Come on, dude. You're like, yeah, we all got silent. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. I mean, he is the colored one. Uh, yeah. yeah. The yeah, only there one. There it is. Evan the Braun. D- during the Civil Rights Evan era. The yeah. Coincidence? No. I think that's what that movie's about. Mm. Mm. We'll talk about that Deep on the episode yeah. where we discuss that movie. James, Dr. Jurassic Park, go. Uh, yeah. Boredom. Severe boredom. Yeah, and AMC, they did they yeah. did well too. They did well by me. Was it AMC? No, TMC. 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 Turner yeah. Movie. Classics. Remember that guy who used to host the the Horror Nights? That like Hick guy. Well, and they had Elvira too. No, I they don't had Elvira, that. and For they sure. had oh no, TNT was the Hick guy. It was like a dude dressed up like a cowboy all the time, and he would always like it was like late at night on Saturdays, and they yeah. play horror movies, and he like hosted it. Oh, I only remember dinner <laughs> in a movie, oh. peas and cornbread. You know. They didn't um, do horror movies there. I'm gonna look it up. Fucking horror cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> hey there, I'm the horror cowboy. Horror you ready boy. for? It? We're gonna wrangle us some death. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, all right, cool. So now that we talked about ourselves enough here, let's let's talk about this movie. So Evan, what movie are we doing? Tell us a little bit about it in in terms of the logistical side. Um, we're doing a movie that came out last year. Yes. Um, did it? Yes. At Con Film Festival. Did is that when it was in theaters? Here it was in the, I, it I was released okay. it in was a couple released, months ago, right? Yeah, it okay. was released yeah. in yeah. So, theaters here. But it this hit year. the festival circuit for yeah, full yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. So it was made last year, theaters. Made in twenty thirteen, actually, from what I read. Oh, yeah. okay. Anyways, it's called It Follows. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um been wanting to do this for a while. Anthony sorry. Who's that? I don't know who that is. I think that's our friend. Anybody from heard the of South? Anthony Anthony? Please write south to of us the border or text me. His name is Anthony. Um, but Chu, you saw it in theaters, yeah. right? Um, and you had nothing but awesome things to say about it. And I was jealous that I didn't get to yeah. see it in theaters. I didn't even hear that this was out in theaters. It would oh, be yeah. a good movie to see yeah. in theaters. It was pretty and I, great. A bunch Modern of my wide angles. A bunch of my buddies That's told me that it was awesome. And um, yeah, so I, I just kind of went to see it. But it's uh, written and directed by David Robert Mitchell. Okay. Um, I don't know. Was this his first movie? Negative Ghost Rider. Second. Mm. Was Ghost Rider his first movie? Uh, yes. <laughs> was Ghost that his... Writer with Ewan McGregor. <laughs> was Ghost Rider. The, the political his... thriller. Um, Did no, we uh, check out? His first one was... Oh, I looked him up. Virgin. I don't know about him. I looked him some up. Some short movie, a short film called Virgin? Oh. No, some teen summer flick. Oh, as a writer or a director? Director. Nope. He's only done... Three things. Yeah, and it follows... Virgin and then the myth of the American sleepover. There you go. That's the oh. teen summer flick. Oh, it's like a cartoon. Well, the cover at least is the a cartoon. The cover is. It's an actual I don't movie. know what's going on. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, he's a pretty cool dude because this movie's cool. Um, <laughs> but based off the synopsis of this movie, yeah. it's not really like... It doesn't really tell you much. Yeah. I guess for a reason, but it says, A young woman is followed by an unknown supernatural force after getting involved in a sexual encounter. Ooh, mm-hmm. sexual. So, say the least. It doesn't this sound like David it's a horror David Robert movie. Mitchell, by the way, is super young. He's like 25. Oh, really? Yeah. Real young. Um, so he's younger than us, and he's done more than us. Mm, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people yeah. like that, though. And after after it follows, he's probably made a million dollars. I've passed the point <laughs> in my life where... Um, I went from like watching like sports and whatever and being like, oh man, like that guy, oh, he's, he's like five years older than me. Like if I train, I could do that, you know? And to now I'm like, 
there's a guy who's my age and he's been doing it for 10 years. Yeah. And yeah. He's, and now guys our age are like getting to the end of their career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and now it's like, I'm looking at it and being like, Oh, there's a guy who's 18 and he's making more money in this one day than I'll probably ever make my whole life. Yep. Yep. And welcome to depressing cast. The, the other thing about this movie that's pretty cool yeah. is the soundtrack and we can get into that later. But um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty dope. I'll say that word. It's mm. the dope show. Mm. That's a word. Dope, right? That's a mm-hmm. word the kids say sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. right? I don't mean the I, drugs, guys. I, you know, was scrolling through some some stats on this, yeah. and everybody seemed to love the soundtrack. I didn't yeah. really notice it. Really? Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think it was more. It's not. I think it's. I think it's one person or mm-hmm. whatever that did it. But yeah, I don't think it's like songs or anything. Like it's. Yeah, it was a score. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's. I because I listened to the soundtrack before I saw the movie. Um, I was listening to it while you, I was. You did that with the girl who walks alone yeah. at night sometimes. Yeah, I just. Dark. Yeah, I just <laughs> add a bunch of soundtracks with a friend that, like of movies that I want to see. Oh, and you stream them. Yeah, and then oh, I just nice. check them out. Yeah, but then um. I was listening to this one when I was like painting one day, yeah. and it stressed me out. Oh, I don't doubt this movie was <laughs> stressful. Well, just the, as the soundtrack fuck. though, like it was just like high pitched like synthesizers, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like over and over. And I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah. Like, I couldn't listen to it while I was like, "Did it remind you of uh, Suspiria?" Or not quite. Remember the uh, freaking radical? Yeah, score to no, because there wasn't like women going. <laughs> That sounds like the Big Lebowski. Yeah, <laughs> the dream <laughs> sequence. Yeah, uh, that, good. I good. You had a beautiful though. voice, beautiful Bavarian voice. Yeah, that's not even that's not even the half of it. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, there's more than that mm-hmm. half of it. Um, <laughs> cool, but yeah, I, I really dug. I really dug the music, dude. Like the the music really drew me in, and it fit a lot more when I saw the movie. Like yeah. it, like I can correlate it better, and it worked. But yeah. like just listening to it on its own, I was like, this is. This sucks. It's stressful. Not sucks like yeah, it's yeah. bad. It sucks like it's like tough it's, to listen to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh God, this movie this was stressful though. Yeah. I gotta say, this frightened the fuck out of me. Really? Yeah. It didn't didn't hang with me like after after the fact. I, I actually kind of laughed at some some parts. Yeah. Yeah. But while I was watching this movie, I was like, I was on edge. Oh, on edge. Like, there was right? like yeah. people like like I have windows right behind my my bed. I was watching this movie in bed. Yeah. Uh, drugged. And people were like, <laughs> people were like walking by behind me, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, freaked <laughs> out. This movie freaked out. This movie didn't stress me out. Like, well, it didn't scare me. Like when yeah. you saw the stuff. Yeah. But what stressed me out was the scenes where they would just focus on one thing. Like at the one scene, like later on when, well, mm. like, yeah. talk break about it down. It. Yeah, get we, into it. Okay. You know, we don't like, like later on when order. when yeah. when Jay you gave the synopsis. Jay they know is, what's going on when Jay's uh, plowing Paul. Yeah. And on the couch, yeah. Towards the end of the movie, oh yeah, yeah. And they just they they hover up above the couch and they stare out the window and it like yeah. kind of zooms in on the rain and yeah. nothing and nothing happened. happens. Yeah, that stresses me. I rewound that shit and I was like, is there is there what um raindrop yeah, or one uh, or there's a part where she's like in the pool and yeah. she's just staring at the fence at one point. Yeah. I'm like, is there somebody behind the fence? Well, yeah. no, because she thinks there might be because those kids that are always like perving out on her. Remember yeah, but it was different. It was like she what? was looking for something like to be like that was scary. There, yeah, well, no, there were a couple of kind of. Well, well, they were almost misdirects. Yeah, she it, was, but but she was looking because she was afraid that it was still going to come after her. Oh, that yeah, the thing, and not yeah. the not the kids. Yeah, yeah, that's. But, but the a, scene you're mentioning, she's not looking out the window. 
you're just saying it zooms out the window and you're looking. She's yeah. not looking. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm talking yeah. about the. No, I'm talking about a different scene now where it was towards the end when she was in After the pool she's when she's got the cast egg. on. Oh, not the. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. Not the not the big pool scene, but the yeah. at the pool in her backyard. Yeah. And she's she stops and she's like about to get out and she's just staring like in one direction, and it looks at it. Yeah. And then nothing yeah, yeah. happens. I know what you're on about. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of misdirects in this movie. That, yeah, Definitely. I felt like they set that up just so that there were sometimes when something did but move, you it was more unexpected. Not even misdirects like, oh, I'm going to make you look here, and then boom, this jumps out from the other angle. Yeah. But just misdirects where nothing happens to it. Yep. And like you're saying, it, it's fucking stressful, you know, because you just don't know what to expect. And with and something like this... I've, I've waited as long as I can. Anymore. Yeah. Who has a fucking above ground pool? <laughs> Poor people, people in Detroit. Yeah, come on, they're in Detroit, bro. My my mom tried to get one when I was in middle school. Yeah. It lasted about eight months, and then it was just trash. And I was like, "Mom, don't." It, don't in the get movie, that. this above ground pool doesn't make it like pass a week, dude. It, 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 like, why does it get destroyed? By the way, yeah, that's that didn't I didn't make under. I, 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 that's, <laughs> that's what my brain was doing trying to solve it. Stroke. Yeah, um, I like can't, like I, when they, it, it, shoots, la, 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 it goes back to her house and it's just like collapsed in the water and it. I, yeah, like I, almost like um, the it walked yeah. through it. Yeah, but it wouldn't have. Yeah, so. It have. Well, it would have. Well, no, it wouldn't have. It, it wouldn't have because but, the remember the guy in the beginning says that they're smart. Yeah. yeah, they walk slow, but they're smart. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I know, but smart doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, it won't like walk through something. Like it, it's obviously no, it's, walked. It's a fucking uh, physics professor by the the grand pool scheme where it decides. Mm, I know what electricity yeah. and electrocution is. That that's the fucking the bullshit. smart part of it. But See, it's I don't like, think that that's what it was trying to do. Electrocutor? Huh? Electrocutor? Yeah, I don't think it was trying to do that. Oh. Well, it was well, smart I mean, like, well, it was trying to just kill her. But the point is, like, instead of being like, okay, well, I'm not going to get in the pool where they're going to electrocute me. It's like, I'm going to throw these fucking right. heavy objects at But me. if you go by the logic of you're yeah. saying he would just walk through a pool, I would think that he would just walk into the pool at the end. Well, but there's no danger to him where he's walking. Like, he could have, I don't know, fucking climbed over the pool or some bullshit. I, I, just, I don't know, dude. Or maybe, like, it's a thing where we didn't I'm confused about pool scenes here. Are we talking about the swimming lessons <laughs> in the giant ground. abandoned pool? No, or the above, above ground. ground. Okay. Um, or maybe it was but just... The let's above just get ground, off the pool subject, guys. <laughs> the above ground pool, I yeah. will say, instantly, I think it opened. Does it open with her in the pool? It no. does, right? There's a, the it movie opens. doesn't open. Oh, it opens. Uh, your introduction to her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, immediately within... Where she drowns that ant. Thirt- yeah. yeah. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Within 13 seconds, I was like, she's poor. Yeah. Because <laughs> only poor people have above ground yeah, pools. I hate to say it. I, I had one myself. I'm, I'm not, hey man, I'm not I, being an I asshole. Didn't, I didn't even have an above ground I pool. wish I had an above ground yeah. pool. Oh, don't, no, you don't, dude. I no, you don't. You're better off in the hose. Trust me. <laughs> in Trust the me. So. With the crocodile mile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crocodile was, mile was, was awesome. So good. Yeah. Um, but I was like, well, great way to establish character. I know exactly that she's poor. Well, yeah. I mean, and the fact that she lives in Detroit. Yeah, but you don't know that. <laughs> I didn't know you that know. until they talked about eight mile. Oh, I knew it. They, there's a part where they walk by a 12 mile, 12 mile yeah. road. And I was like, oh, I think that's in Detroit. Yeah. Oh, I, I, and then I when they, they kind of go by like their shitty houses at one point. I got the vibe a little bit earlier on because of like the just shitty like abandoned places. And I was like, yeah, oh, that's that, what I'm saying. It looks like Detroit. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, maybe they're just using Detroit for like B-roll. But uh, no, it's set there. But yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. It And then, it, then once that hit, it clicked. Like there's a lot of 
Sam Raimi in this film. Yeah. Clearly, the uh, director is a fan of Evil Dead. Yeah. Because Sam Raimi's from Detroit, so is Bruce Campbell. They're all mm. Detroit buddies. Yeah. And half the cars in here are like the 1970s cars, which yeah. if you know about Sam Raimi, he constantly has this 1972 Oldsmobile, cla- what he calls the classic in his movies. Yeah. Uh, it's what uh, uh, Uncle Ben drives in the first super, uh, first Spider-Man. It's like mm-hmm. a yellow color, right? Mustard yeah, yellow. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> what was the guy? It was in all the Evil Deads. Well, no, what was the guy that uh, gave his fake name, the whole guy that set him up? Hugh, Hugh, who was actually named like Jeff or something. Yeah. Hugh was driving like a kind of a mustard yeah. orange yellow classic like yeah. 70s car. It's in Michigan. And then there's also like these... Um, POV like chase shots yep. reminiscent of like the opening shot of Evil uh-huh. Dead on uh, like on the swamp and whatnot. I was like, oh, this guy loves Sam Raimi because they're from the same city. What's what's interesting it, that you mentioned about like the cars and stuff is um, it was kind of hard to tell when this movie takes yeah, place. That's what I was going to bring up. That yeah. has to be it has to be intentional. Yeah. So it's when we, me, me and my wife are watching it and we we're like, she's like, is this supposed to be in the eighties? Because like the kids all are dressed like. They're in like either like the late eighties, early nineties, like style. It's, it's almost grungy, it, yeah. Yes, yes, and no. But, I mean, like if the the kid Paul, like the fucking Millhouse. Yeah, but like the girl <laughs> style. He's he's <laughs> Millhouse. He's Millhouse, dude. Yeah. If they ever made like a live action Simpsons where they didn't paint everyone yellow and they're just like, okay, you're just gonna portray, he would be Millhouse, dude. Like he does anything yeah. that Jay says, and he's, he's Millhouse like, for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, like he's Paul. he's just like. Paul if she Millhouse. sees I'll do anything for her, yeah. she's bound to respect me. You're, you're right, though. I mean, the second note I have written yeah, down. Yeah, sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry. The second note is actually above ground pool. Who the fuck has this? Third note. <laughs> third note is what fucking year is this? Yeah. yeah. Be- because there's like some strange iPad pocket mirror. Yeah. What the hell was the that? Clamshell that clamp. Yeah. So I've looked into it. The clamshell e-reader thing does not exist. It's not like a thing. So it was something that it has to be intentional in to movie. throw you off because then right after that there's a scene where she's looking at a Polaroid picture. She's looking at a Polaroid Fucking picture. Polaroid. But like, like hipsters, hipsters exist. Yeah, I don't think it's current day. I'll say that mm-hmm. that much. I think it's definitely. You think it's like late nineties? Ha- well, th- I'll tell you why. It's it's either late nineties or even two thousands mm-hmm. for sure, because there's scenes where they're like in the neighborhood and yeah. there's cars that are definitely. Like late nineties, early two thousands, yeah. like but, suburban. But there's and stuff like, like a, that. an iPhone in the first scene. The chick who calls her dad is on like, oh, maybe it's not an iPhone, but it's definitely some sort of advanced it's cellular like device. A touch screen phone. Yeah, well, she, yeah, yeah she, it's she's at doing, least she's like doing the touch screen dial. It's at least a more modern cell phone where it's not like a yeah. huge hulking one. So that yeah, would put it's not it even in a the flip. Late, so, that would yeah. put it in the late nineties. <sighs> maybe it, minimum. Maybe it no, is. No, it's it's not even a flip phone. I think maybe the, it's maybe it is like like in the two thousands. Yeah, but it's just because. Shitty Detroit sucks. <laughs> so, so that, yeah, that's oh, that could be it. It could be almost like the plight of the city. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the and the they, thing. they make the city like very plightful. Yeah, you I have the word, at the you, end. You have all the older cars, but you do have newer cars in the background. That again, when you're looking at the way this this movie's crafted, um, it wouldn't be an oversight in detail. I don't think. I don't think it's a continuity error where they're like, oh, no. we forgot to get newer cars out of the background. Oh, fuck. I think it, I, I think further. I think it's the opposite. I think the director intentionally yeah. planted devices yeah. so that you didn't know what time it was because yeah. he, I don't think he was shooting for a specific time error. He was yeah. like, you know what? The time doesn't matter. And I'm going to do that by inventing a technological device that does yeah. not exist. Mm-hmm. 
and putting 70s cars and you yeah. know really antiquated well, type and, scenes in there and like the scenes where yeah. they're watching tv like yeah and you who has those crappy old tube two tvs, TVs like yeah. that, that are yeah detroit isn't that poor you can, you can <laughs> well, get they're black yeah. and white they have the knobs <laughs> yeah. it's not and even they have a like tv a, on top of another tv <laughs> i think i think it's a stylistic choice to to make the time era undescribable yeah and i think that serves the film very well because uh, when something when you can't put your finger on something it makes it more unsettling you yep. know, if you can't, if you say, well, yep. I can relate yeah. to some of that. I, You know, you see her looking at this device the whole time. Uh, what was her name again? Glasses Thelma. One of the, yeah, Thelma, one of the sisters. Yeah, yeah. All were of they her, all siblings? I don't think all they were. The, no, there were three sisters and they're all the same age. It doesn't thought, make sense. No, 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 I thought it was, I thought it was two sisters yeah. and, one, and one friend. Yeah, and then one Paul. friend that just lives with them? No, no she's, she's just always just over there. always there. The girl with the glasses and the clamshell is just her friend. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a sister. Okay. Yeah, no, you have the two sisters. You have Jay. You have the other sister. The cute one. Well, Jay uh, was pretty yeah. cute. You have Jay. You have the cute one. You have Velma. And you have Millhouse. Mm-hmm. And then you have Judd Nelson, who lives across the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not yeah. really Judd Nelson, but he's... You Neighbor know, Adam, is it? I, I was confused uh, by him, too. Greg. I didn't Greg. know he was like... Greg. Greg. I Judd didn't Nelson. know he was yeah. like their age. Yeah. Like, because it always showed him with like he's some a, chick like smoking weed. Was yeah, that his girlfriend older. or was that his mom? I think it is his girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Or or some chick. Um, but yeah, I think that also plays into it because it's like... He, he did feel older to me, too. Yeah. Well, he, I guess... He, he might have been. been. He could have yeah. been, yeah. Well, he, he was in college with, with that one... Well, so was Jay. Jay. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they were in the yeah. same class. That's right. I forgot. Oh, they were? Yeah, they were in one of the same classes because oh. when she freaks oh, out and yeah. she runs out, he's there. So... When grandma's after Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When Orville Redenbacher's <laughs> wife is after her. <laughs> what? That's such a stretch. It's no, it's he's from, true. The, he's from Detroit. Just because Orville Redenbacher's old. Is he's he? from Detroit. He's from Detroit. How do you know all this Detroit, Detroit stuff? I he loves Detroit. Yeah, I, Psycho. I know popcorn. Detroit sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I know popcorn and cars. I know those. Detroit's two cool, man. I thought about. They, <laughs> yeah, they I don't know why. I said have you they will literally that? buy you a house if you want to go to live in Detroit. I've thought about it and just been like. I'll just hold, let it be in ruins, and then maybe the property value will grow. Wait, just Detroit. Hold on, did you say they will buy you? The a city house? of Detroit will buy you a house if you go to move if you to go Detroit. live in the projects. They will buy you your house <laughs> in the projects specifically, though. Uh, you know, I'm not familiar with the economical regions of Detroit. Remember that show on TV called The PJs? Yeah, <laughs> that took place in New York. The PJs in bananas, but it was yeah. but it was the projects. Yeah, yeah. And Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. He was the clay. Soup. Yeah, his claymation. Was he wasn't great. the soup. Yeah, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah, come on, dude. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, so no. I thought this um another another thing about that it was just like uh, this this movie turned my head around a lot because what it did is it played around with your sense of time. It played around with you're kind of like, well, what's everyone's motivation? No one seemed to have any motivation in the movie, like the individual characters. It seemed like they all had nothing to do. Exactly. Well, I liked that because I felt like it was like maybe the summer between like my senior year of high school and and freshman year of college. Like I felt like I didn't have much But they were in school because she was in school. But yeah, I know, feel, I know. But the, the feeling feel. of like oh. when you had nothing to do in the summertime yeah, yeah. and you were just like. That's mm. one thing I was I was talking to a guy at work that yeah. uh, it likes. Oh, Brett. He was on Brett, this yeah. podcast before. Um, one thing I was telling him, the one thing I, because I, I had watched like half the movie and then I finished it later. But 
um when i watched the first half i was like the one thing i like so far is the feeling of like almost like that 80s like friendship movie john like, hughes movie like they yeah. were all like yeah. they were all Breakfast in it Club? together yep they were all Loved like, it. like 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 it was super like super eight yeah like yep. super eight that's exactly what i equated it to and like it was just like that vibe of like i don't mm-hmm. know like just ha- them hanging out getting through this together and yeah and it, it, like not a care in the world besides like what's going on it of. gave yeah. me a cool nostalgia i'm like oh i remember when when i had nothing to do and everybody just yeah. was like let's do it all together we'll do whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah like it it's I think that that like is where you start to get to like the meaning of the film a little bit, and that's where it gets really fucking cloudy. Well, really fast. I thought it was also just kind of an environmental choice. Like, yeah, one, I think the time era was supposed to be kind of indescribable, yeah. and then there was like a almost like a like you said like a lackadaisical feel to yeah. it, and it made it seem like dreamlike, like the whole thing yeah. was a dream. Yeah, you know, but I felt it was kind of like to feel out the environment and atmosphere. Like I mean, the mood given given where they are, it's like, well, what are they gonna I, do? I think it does tie into you a know? lot of themes of the movie. It, but you're right, yeah. But I think it also works on a surface level of like environment. Yeah. The um, but let's talk about like, kind of like where we first learned. That, I mean, like it opens with that girl running from something. Yeah, I didn't really get that. Be- the whole intro scene. Oh, yeah. thank you. Um, was it supposed to be? Is that the girl that gave it to Hugh? Or is that like supposed to be like later on in the future? No, nah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's a girl that's being but it pursued does matter by it. to me. Yeah, okay. it, it's 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 just the tone for the movie. It's letting you know all. that there's something killing people. And I didn't really get in the beginning, like you know, when she like runs out of her house. Yeah. Do it. Say it. Say it. And I she, have the same point. Do yeah, it. and yeah. she runs down Back the street. Into the house. And then no, not even that. She runs down the street. And then she kind of stops and looks at yeah. something, and then just runs like around it. Yeah, and goes back in the house to get her phone or keys yeah. or something like that. It comes back outside, and but goes in the car. Keep it, keep going. I just didn't get like how she would just like go around it like that, well, like instead of just running away. Or I don't know, like it would just well, seemed weird. So I got it, it seemed weird, but I by the end of it, I got what she was doing yeah. because it's slow moving. So she ran around it, right? Because okay. if you run, you're faster than it. Okay, but but I think you're right. What happens here the the fail in the opening scene it opens it's a cool open there's no title card by the way it just opens right there's no it's, it follows it is the title card after. follows the movie yeah, hey yeah. Yo. yeah um but it just opens right it almost seems like a tv show like the cold open you know um and it opens she runs out and already you're like what and the neighbor's like oh, are you all right okay and i was like fine she's like looking around on the street and then she looks like direct not directly but almost directly in the camera like she's looking at the camera and she gets freaked out and then her dad comes out and she looks off camera and she's like yeah i'm fine i'm fine and then she looks back at the camera and then she runs around the camera like the camera's a focal point and runs inside and gets in the car and leaves so she what what confuses me here is that when she run, first runs out, you think she's running from something, right? Yeah. And she runs in the middle of the street and she turns and she looks at her house. Then all of a sudden her focus is on the camera. I, I get what you're I'll saying. As you if the I camera think. is the it that Thing. you're supposed to be looking at. You're like, oh, we are in the, the viewpoint of whatever she's scared of. But we yeah. weren't just a second ago. So it doesn't make a lot of sense because she's scared of the house and then she's looking at the camera like she's scared of the camera and it the two don't really connect. Yeah. I felt like it was just kind of a fancy camera trick then. I I think what happens if we're going to make it logical there is 
the camera is set in, in one spot in the middle of the street. She runs out of the house because something is chasing her. The camera then turns so you see where she goes. And then whatever it is that's following her walks out into the street, maybe in front of the camera. And we're not shown what it is just yet because we want that reveal later on when Hugh mm-hmm. reveals it to, uh, to Jay. Which, I, but which es- is fine. Essentially, you have something invisible walk in front of the camera. Yeah. That's when she's looking towards the camera, and then she runs around. Would it. have been fine, except for two things. One, later on, we do find out that this thing doesn't take its time. It walks straight for you, yeah. right? And Which offsets the point when she looks off right, and her dad comes out of the front door. Yeah. So the thing would have had to walk like not straight at her, like out into the street, and then like in an L shape. Mm-hmm. It doesn't quite add up. I feel like it's the the scene is very well choreographed when you think about it. It had to be one take. Yeah. All those actors had to be there. You had to get the right the right thing done, right? It's yeah. very well choreographed. The blocking and staging is is well done. It's a very cool shot, but it doesn't it's confusing because the if the schematics of it, if you were to draw up lines of where people go, it uh, I don't know who the focal point is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. The camera Something we can't see between the camera and the house. It might even be the dad. Yeah. I don't know. Well, no, because the dad's talking to her and stuff like that, you know. Uh, but, but I like the first time I watched it, before I knew the rest of the movie, I yeah. thought she was scared of her dad. Yeah. I don't know. So I felt like it was like really fancy opening, but I agree. I was a little confused by it. I, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Um so let, let's talk about where we meet Jay and and, and, Hugh. and that that first oh. chick is a loser. She gives up. Yeah, she just gives up. She just goes to the beach and is like, "I'm gonna die," and she dies there on the beach. Paul too. had Paul had sorry Millhouse had yeah. had it right. Yeah, just picking up a couple of prostitutes, picking up a hooker. <laughs> yep, that's the best I, way because then they'll I, bang tons of but, people. But yeah, I thought of that. Like but yeah, he like didn't twenty end minutes up doing ago, it, and I was like, "Well, you oh don't know God. he didn't end up doing it." I I feel like he didn't end up doing it I because think he that's did why at the end. You see, sorry, we're jumping towards the end here, but you see something, somebody walking right behind them. Doesn't matter though. No, what I think. Okay, go ahead. It doesn't matter because remember, even when they go meet up with with Hugh yeah. later on, he said, "I passed it on to you, but, but it's still, still following me." It. No, he said he can still see it. It's going down the line though. I thought he said no because he said that he still sees it all the time. He can still see it. Yeah, why would he see it though if it's not following him? I think it's, he was referencing maybe the scene where he. Was in the parking garage with her? But then, I don't, uh, no, 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 because he's saying that when. He doesn't say that it's when they're sitting out behind It's following him through other people. So it has to go through other people first in the order in which it's given. So, for example, it doesn't go straight to. No, I understand what it does. Yeah. I just. I think he made it sound like it's, a bit, it's still after him also, even though he passed it to her. It is still after it's, him. It's a bit confusing because I think what Hugh was trying to say is that he was surprised when yeah. he tapes Jay down to the wheelchair that he could still see it. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit, I could still see it. And he's not entirely sure whether or not it's going to come from him for him until it, he walks right by it and it doesn't look at him. And then he's like, shit, I can still see it. I can still see it. It's not good. It's going to yeah. come down the line. It knows me. But so it's, but so, I agree that it's confusing because when they go meet up with Hugh when he becomes Jeff and yeah. he's sitting in the backyard, he's like, I can still see it. So you are led to believe that he is still seeing it. But I don't know that he actually is I, seeing it since that point. I think it was just... It's a, a, it's a bit muddled. Confusing I agree. way to say it, but I think the whole point... 
the whole point is that, yes, it is still after Jeff, and it's after whoever gave it to Jeff and whoever gave it to that person through the line, but it's got to go through. That's the one thing about this movie that is um, pretty pretty rad. It's a simple premise. It's a very simple premise. It's there's this thing that wanted me. I gave it to you. You got to pass it on to someone else by having sex with them. Yep. And if it gets you and kills you, it it's moves on to the person that you got it from. Yeah, and it, which is slightly what terrified me. I think. And it because it, you don't know if it got to that person or not. Exactly, exactly. it's perpetual. Yeah, and and you also have, um, you know, okay, it walks, but it's slow. It's uh, it's slow, but it's not dumb. Yeah. So it follows these rules too, and it sticks to these rules to a T. It doesn't break these rules. Yeah. It does walk after the whole time. It Poor does behavior. walk slow. It doesn't start running. You know. Um, the only thing I didn't like. So wait, wait, wait! Before we move yeah. on, can I give you what I think happened at the end? So yeah. I think he did bang the prostitute, mm-hmm. but but then the prostitute got killed before it banged again. Okay. So it came back down the line. Actually, it could have been a day later. So maybe the prostitute did bang again, but then whoever the prostitute banged got killed. Then the prostitute got killed. It came back down the line. E- either, That's what I think. Either happened. way, it's after him. I think. Well, it's not confirmed that that's it, but we believe. I, I, I think. Do you think it was it? Yeah. Do you think the thing, the the person following them at the end, at the close of the movie, following them, or do you think it was just someone else walking? I don't know. It's they they left it ambiguous. I mean, well, yeah, that's why I want to know what you think. I mean, there's no way of telling either way. I mean, I even what I think, like. Yeah. Based off of the tone of the movie and like what it looked like, yeah, yeah I think that it was following them, but yeah. I don't know if it was. Do you was. think Milhouse banged the prostitute? I do. I don't. I don't think he did. He's too much of oh, cool. a sap for. Uh, but Jay, Jay banged Jay. those three dudes on the on she the, the Jay, boat. Jay bangs and, and six people yeah. in this movie. <laughs> she is a salute. <laughs> And not even, not even for like, oh, this will be fun. She bangs one person for pleasure. Th- this will be good. Yeah. The rest of them are to get something done. Yeah. <laughs> it's yep. like, well, I want this. Yeah. I like how so, Millhouse is just a little bitch too. He's like, oh, that's why he's Millhouse. Me, I'll take it on. That's, that's why fun. he's Millhouse. But I love how she sees those dudes on the boat and just yeah. takes her clothes off, She's and then they like, just show it. her wet afterwards, like, yeah, wet like out yeah. of the water, guys. Yeah, like her yeah. hair is wet. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, when that scene happened, I looked at my eyeball. She well, banged those well, dudes. Yeah, they, they, made, she, they show her wet. Like, she swam out there, yeah. got banged, swam back. Yeah. They don't even drop her off. She swam back yeah. and is still wet. Yeah. Like, she just swam to the boat and was like, Anybody, any of you guys want to bang me? Yeah. And they're like, uh, all of us. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. She, uh, they ran a train on her, right? Yeah. Which, how does that work? Because the first guy technically would be the one that has it. And then the second, the yeah. other two guys so just get a free bang. Wait, the one so dude. then what happens? Did those all three I, of those dudes die? No, no I don't I think, think so. I think, I think the it's first, the, whoever, whoever banged her first. No, well, let's be specific. Whoever orgasmed first. Oh. Well, because I don't think it's too. just slip it in. Whoever, no. whoever you know, finished first got the following and the other two just were there in association. But anyways, if any one of those dudes yeah. got it, yeah. did one of them die? Because then it yes. was how do we know that though? Because it's because after her because again. they asked uh, the the sister friends I don't know who the fuck they are. The the Scooby <laughs> gang are like, how do you know it's gonna come back? She's like, it's only a matter of time. Like she knew it was gonna come back because she's like, well, it's those three fucking guys. Are but when does it come back after that? What's the next part? Time oh, the strange back? swimming pool scene. The, p- the pool. 
where it's coming after like in the house and the the eight mile. Oh empty, no! It, it comes pool. after Greg, doesn't it? No, Greg's dead no. by that. No, that's the next when, time you see oh, it okay. is in the pool. It's because it's after her again. She knows the it's big coming pool? back. Yeah, the big pool. Because it actually never attacks her in the stand-up pool. No. When was the scene when she drives away and you just see naked dong guy on the top of the roof? That is <laughs> that is them going to the eight mile pool. Yeah, that's when they're oh, going it is? to the yeah. pool. Which that dong guy on top of the roof didn't make sense. Like, was it trying to enter the house from the roof? <laughs> Why was it on top of the roof? Because they also showed in one of the scenes before that the, the little ball. Per- the little perv boy was like hiding under her windowsill on the like the the second roof, like the lower part of the roof. Was that it? I thought that was no, just the no, neighbor. No, no, no. That was just no, a neighbor. No, that's just a neighbor. But yeah. I think what they do is they set up there like you can get up there pretty easily and get in if you wanted to. So I think maybe Was it going to go through a chimney? I think it was tr- <laughs> I think I think Naked what happened old was old <laughs> Santa was going to get in there through the chimney. Give her the gift of death. It is smart. It is smart. I think what it was trying to do was then get in. Then put a in, finger alongside its nose. Get in. They left. And then so it just got up on the roof and been like, I see her. I mm. see her. I see yeah. her. Yeah. Well, it's smart. It probably wants to know where it's going because it is very human-like. It's almost just an invisible human that yeah. has somewhat of super strength. Yeah. I but did like, like how. Yeah. So go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, but like it has the ability to follow you if it loses sight sight of you. I did like how um, they find my friends. They show like that, <laughs> like the scene. Because um, the whole time I was like, they just think she's crazy because she's just talking all this nonsense. Yeah. But yeah. in the scene at the beach, yeah, when it's you see yeah. it walking yeah. behind her, but they when don't you see have it. that like reveal. And then oh, they the show her, clock. and then they show her hair being pulled up. Yeah, and then yeah. what's his butt? Hits her with the chair and yeah. it hits him. That's the first time you see yeah. it react towards somebody. Yeah, which I thought was kind of. I mean, it was cool to see. Yeah, what what do you think? It, invisible, but I kind of thought it was cheesy that it reacted to somebody. It, it was a bit of a turning point, wasn't it? Well, I kind of liked it being like a a thing that just had one purpose, and if, think, if things got interfered with it, then something else yeah. came. I think the reason they just did that was so it, it takes away. All doubt well, from everyone right. around that because you they could believe be like, her at that point. You could be like, okay, someone could fucking argue. I mean, they, they'd be wrong, but Millhouse hits <laughs> Millhouse hits it with the chair. And the chair yeah. breaks and shatters midair. Mm-hmm. Someone could argue, like Greg, because Greg's like, I don't believe anything. Um, he could argue that while he, <laughs> yeah, you Idiot. couldn't see this, but I, I did a little hip move, like uh-huh. I don't. I don't. Um, he he can make the assumption and make the argument that well the the chair just fell apart midair and blah I don't blah know. blah. I was too busy pissing. Yeah, in the exactly. Woods. Pissing in, and, in, and in Millhouse, a Millhouse jumped backwards. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. When you see Millhouse get hit, it, it's harder for then anybody to say, okay, well, yeah, it just fell apart. It's like well, something hit him. It left marks. Stuff that's, like that. That was my whole the 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 beach scene was kind of like. A turning point, but like kind of the what bummed me out. Like I, so I didn't like that it reacted, and I didn't like when, you know, like when the little, um, the little, the little boy, the the bat boy from yeah. the Inquirer magazine popped to the bottom and like made that like yeah. crazy face. Yeah. I was like, oh, see, like that makes it. It was so much more creepy when it just looked like a normal person. It, Agreed. The, the, and then the when they did kid, that, I was like, <sighs> the little kid thing bothered me because when, when it was posing as Velma. Her friend clamshell. That sounds really dirty. Uh, when it sa- huh. when it poses Velma's Velma, her, her glasses friend. Um, 
and it was right behind her and got her hair. Her face didn't change and get all like evil and shit like that. Well, you don't see her face. It's invisible for that scene. Well, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? When she was right behind her, right before oh, yeah. she grabbed it, you don't see that. So it's yeah, like. Yeah, she's normal. Yeah. If that would have happened, I'm like, okay, when it gets close, it's going to, you know, change. Or even when Greg gets killed and Fire then. Mom. Well, what looks like Titty his mom. mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the fucking. I didn't recognize anybody except. Jay's father. I was like, oh, it's just random people. And I didn't really like, recognize oh. that it was Velma either until well, you, you just said that. Jay's father. No, you do. Yeah, in, in, in photographs. In the photos. That that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you see I it did, before I that scene. Oh, yeah. you mean what what it becomes? In Jay's the, father, yeah. In the okay. eight the pool swimming scene. pool yeah. scene, it's her father. Yeah. 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 Um But other than that, I didn't I thought it was just random people. Well, remember they said in the beginning it could, it could take the form yeah, of right, someone you know, right? Which I was like, oh man, it hasn't done that, and that's but where it becomes. I your guess friend, it did. Yeah, and you have that reveal. And, and I remember, Gre- and Greg's mom, I guess. I remember, and and I thought they played that fucking well because and the tall man from Twin Peaks. Yeah, mm. yeah, yep. They um, George Mirasan. The first time it, we're just, we're just gonna call it it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. When it, not to be confused with Pennywise, the dancing clown. Yeah. When it, um. Breaks into her house the first time, right? And she locks herself up in the room. And her sister's in the room, and so is Paul. But their friend Velma, yeah, um, isn't. And then knocks on the door or whatever, and says like, "Who's there?" And she's like, it's me. Like, and she's still all sleepy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Fuck!" Well, like, is it is it gonna be her or is it something else? Right. You know. And and it turns out to be her. So you have that little bit of misdirection of like, okay, it was actually her. So then at the lake scene, yeah, you don't know if you it's have her, her or not. walking up yeah. behind and she's walking kind of slow, but you're like, okay, they're at the beach, you know, they're just chilling or whatever. And then she's walking up and then behind Paul in the background, you just see her drift by. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's yeah. brilliant. I, I don't know. I, I, I dug the way. But they wasn't, revealed wasn't that. Velma sitting there in one of the no, chairs? No, she was in no. the, a raft in the water. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. The, the, did you ever notice too that everybody, there all the its are all wearing like a white t-shirt most, or naked? Most of them were wearing white. Some of them were naked. I think the, there was only one. Well, except the girl in the yellow dress. So we didn't see. We girl didn't see her. Dress. And the girl peeing on the in the kitchen was wearing exactly a red skirt. Exactly that one. Oh yeah. The one that but was, she was had no top. Okay. So that would const- I mean, I would think yeah. that was like naked. So, and that that's something that I kind of picked up on. I wrote down. I'm like, Ooh, so yeah, I wonder that what mean? that like symbolizes because if they were all wearing white, you could say whatever. But was that supposed to be her mom? I don't know because we never see her mom. We never well, really see her. We mom. see a photo of her, but we I don't see remember. A photo. I think yeah. we see her talking to a neighbor or something or yeah. a family member. And that's another thing I wrote down was um, authority figures. In this movie, the authority figures being. Police, uh, parents, uh, other family members, uh, doctors, nurses, all that stuff. Anybody that could do anything about anything. Um, you present. never really see their faces. Except the, there's one black police officer. <laughs> there is. <laughs> yeah. And when you do see like when their faces are not obstructed, it's just a wide shot. You don't get a whole lot of interaction with them. You just see them doing some menial work that doesn't mean anything. He, yeah, got, he found her purse. Yeah, it's remi- it. it's reminiscent of um, E.T. where you don't really see any grown-ups except for like a couple passing by shots, you know. So it makes you feel more like a kid. Yeah, like a lot of the shots are at like waist high height. 
Yeah, they, they were. You don't focus a lot on uh, their faces or anything like that. You know, it's I'm just... talking about ET's waist height. Oh, okay, but, but even in here. Yeah, a lot of them are obstructed. You don't see them. Sometimes you just see kind of like them from behind when they're at the school looking for uh, for Jeff. You know, like the administrator later, you whoever it is, the secretary. You don't see her. Like you don't see anybody in this except yeah. for like this group of people making them all alone. And I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting because I'm wondering like what that is. It's it's kind of like it goes hand in hand with the they've got nothing to do thing. Where it's just kind of like, okay, well, what else is there to do? If you've got nothing to do, what else are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to fuck, right? Uh-huh. You're, you're going to have sex. They're, these, they're that, that age where everyone's just having sex, and there you go. You know, and that could be kind of where some of the, I don't know, Im- implications arise. Right, and I like immediately, like the very obvious um, overtone to me is like, Oh, it's a movie about STDs. Yeah, but, that's what I, my first thought was too. But then the more you think of it, you're like, if it is, it's not very well done. Yeah. Because at first you think it's STDs, and then you're like, well, except the fact that she banged six dudes. Yeah. And like the, the whole premise of it would then inspire you to sleep with more people. So then well, maybe it's not about STDs. Uh, well, I thought that they were like trying to... I mean, my my original thought was like AIDS or STDs also. Yeah. And like the sense that he had a problem or a, you know, an issue and he passed it on to her mm-hmm. by having sex with her. And now she's left to deal with it. Right. But yeah, I get what you're saying. The, the but idea then would promotes, then be don't have sex. But then it's promoting like, but oh, then, go bang as many people yes. as you can to get rid of what you have. <laughs> so, so then I was like, well, maybe it's not. Yeah. So, Initially, I thought to lose yeah, the whole STD thing, and I, I kind of saw that as well. Where it's like, okay, well, maybe it's not the whole the message is bang as many, but it's more of like, okay, you like Evan saying you did something, and now you kind of have to live with that. It's gonna be there your whole life until you die. Um, but the 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 solution to it of it being like, oh, well, bang. Um, that's just, I think, more cinematic than anything, you know, to put it in a non... Because otherwise, it's just a movie about people with S- STDs, and that's... Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and depressing. <laughs> but um, yes. in terms of psychologically, I I don't know, dude. I feel like there's a lot of messed up people out there who are like, fuck, if I have this, oh, man, I f- I'm pissed I got that. Well, fuck it. I don't care. I don't care. I already have something, so I'm just going to fucking... I don't care who else gets it. I think, unfortunately, there's a lot of that attitude when people get something. So if we're going to go the medical route of that, I think that could be the whole, like, banging other people, kind of making it someone else's problem as but, well. But what I, I just didn't get what For that no would, gain. would be trying to say then. No, no. Th- there would be no... Yeah, it, no gain just, either way, right? Exactly. Yeah. Again, cinematic. Now, Sa- same thing I got with, like, there's, like, a very voyeuristic feel because there's, like, these big yes. zooms. Yep. And then there's, like... Dudes watching Jay at yep. at all times. Like, yeah, there's like these spying the, on her, the and, pervy boys watching her. And I was like, wow, this movie's like so voyeuristic. Yeah. It, it's like there's, there's makes this Jay shot. seem like an object, right? There's this shot where like where she's walking with her sister in the beginning, and the camera's leading them. And it's just the right distance yeah. where it's not a, f- a set distance far away where they're walking towards it. And it's also not tight enough on them. It's just far enough to where you can see their their whole person. And it 
stays at that where it kind of it, it just seems like someone's watching them. Yeah. Like and even it, when you're seeing um, them face on it's and it's a, not hiding. It's a fisheye lens like we talked about last last podcast, yeah. which makes them seem like they're in a peephole, like you're watching yeah. them through a peephole. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a conversation where uh, her sister's smoking. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you have this cool like <laughs> rotating shot that occurs too a couple times in 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 the film. Yeah, some real fancy camera work and the camera work is on long takes like like that fisheye lens where the girls are up close and the neighborhood seems far away. Um it's like one long walking take. There's a lot of fancy camera work which and wide angle uh shots or wide angle lens used for like wide shots. Yeah. And longer takes, which means your your uh, choreography or your yeah. your blocking, if you're in, I guess I guess it's a theater term. I don't know. Um, has to be very good, so you can tell the direct like the director is showing off a little bit. Like clearly, he has some chops to get everybody to walk the right pattern, get the camera you know p- played out the right way. Um, but I I don't know. I th- almost felt like it was for technical prowess. I was like, ah, like, why does it have this, like, voyeuristic feel? Does it tie into the STD theme? And then I was like, well, the STD theme doesn't fit. Well, the voyeur theme is just doesn't seem like it's a theme it in its of itself, you know? And then I was like, you know, there's some really good camera work here. I'm just not quite sure what it's for other than to show off that it's good. Yeah. Um, go ahead. The, uh. One thing I was going to mention earlier, but I forgot to. Um, I just think the whole idea of this thing following you, looking just like a normal person, is brilliant. In the sense that you never know who it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So it could literally be anybody around you that's walking towards you. Um, and the fact that like the shots that they, they show them in the movie are so freaking good like where you they're not even showing you the thing walking at them you're they're just they're focused on like whatever character it is you know just standing there and then you just in the distance blurred out kind of thing you just see people walking or one person walking mm-hmm. and you don't know if it's that or not you know yeah so like like some of them are obvious like when she's at school the old lady because she's like an old lady in but a the, gown like walking in the middle of a school like yeah. that's not going to happen but the school one freaked me out though because you didn't know well you didn't know at that point that nobody else can see it yeah and you also didn't know if she was imagining it or yeah. if it were real yeah and so it freaked me out on, uh, maybe not freaked me out but like it was super suspenseful because yeah. we were waiting to find out whether or not it was real yeah and then like the other one when they go to the school the next time um to the high school and you see that girl this is like what chewy was talking about the rotating camera part um mm-hmm. Like, it shows the girl, like a girl off in the distance walking, but it's blurry. You don't really see it because there's other things in the foreground. And then it's, like, turning, and it shows Jay and what's his butt? Greg? Yeah. 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 Um, Judd walk, Nelson. Walking into the, the principal's office or whatever, and it keeps going around. Shows them going to the thing, goes back by the window, and you see that girl still walking, and she's closer now. Goes back around, shows them in the office. And then it goes back around and you see the girl even closer. And it's just so it's like, it's just creepy. Yep. And yeah. the and fact that they made it slow moving was, yeah. was also brilliant because you could get away. 
right? It didn't have to be some big action scene every time that the monster wanted to appear. It yeah. was just like, like a, uh, uh, like a suspenseful, like limited amount of time. Oh crap, crap. Got to run. And then you have a limited amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't like you were sitting there waiting. Like you, that's the thing that makes it scarier is that it's not the same thing that's going to be following you necessarily. Yep. Like you yeah. can drive a hundred miles away and then just something else will just come out of nowhere. Else, yeah. The things that stress me out too is the parts where like she like fell asleep in a park. I'm like, yeah. come on. Sleeping. What Every are you doing? Sleeping scene. Yeah. And then yeah. like where, where she was in a hospital. Yep. Ugh. The hospital for sure. I was like, you're done. Yeah. yeah. You are done. Hey, that brings up when, a point. When she hears the footsteps coming by, yeah. and you're like, oh, fuck. When? In well, the hospital. When she wakes yeah. up in the hospital for uh, the car crash. And I don't um, that part. you just hear footsteps. I don't remember the down. footsteps as well. Yeah, it's just heels, and then it's a nurse just walking past. Just walked by. Yeah, but footsteps are fucking yep. terrifying yeah. now. The, it brings up a good point. I'll just shoot myself because <laughs> Hugh, right? Yeah, Hugh tells her kind of the Jeff gives us some. Yeah. By the way, Hugh Jeff Velma is Yara, so we're just gonna stick with Velma. Yara is the friend. Yeah, glasses. Glasses. That's a stupid name. Seashell pocketbook. Thelma is Yara, who's Velma. a friend. Who farts. Did she fart at that part? Yeah. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at Natalie, and I was like, my wife, and I was like, did she just fart? And she's like, I don't know. Yeah, there was some She didn't want to admit that women fart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead. I interrupted you. Oh, Hugh Jeff. Um, so I got a little confused. Like, I think you could probably explain it away, but Hugh Jeff gives the story a ton of expository information in the beginning yeah. exposition sorry expository is that a word i don't know no. depository suppository if, if not you sure. just made it hey um, Tra- um trademark exposition where he Dr. basically Joseph explains Christ. the operating procedures yeah. of it he explains the rules he's like th- yeah he's like this is it walks slow it's smart you have to have sex with somebody i gave it to you it can take the form of anybody and then Later on, are we when he's sitting in like the powwow circle in the back of his house when they find out Hugh is Jeff? He says that he got it from a one night stand. Yeah, from a girl in a bar. Yeah. Are are we to believe he then figured out all of these brilliant rules on his own? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't. Like, how would he know all that? Either either he just figured it out by watching it and like like you know what I mean like so. But he w- he must have had sex with a couple other people to get rid of it and it came back because he knew Maybe. that it went back down the line in the yeah. very beginning. Yeah. He's like, if you don't have sex with somebody and it gets you, it'll come well, We saw me. how easy yeah. it was for Jay to have sex with dudes and it come back. Yeah. So, so he yeah. must have known, but then also he was surprised that he could still see it. Yeah. So I was like, how did he know all these rules? Unless that chick explained it to him before she bailed. I don't know. No, because I want said, to know how far this line goes. Because he says he yeah. says that That's, must have, I thought that they were must have been that. where I got it from. So it seemed almost yeah. like he was not really. I was too like, sure, he, and I was like, is he just lying? And then I was yeah. like, why would he lie? But I, I thought they were doing that too when they chased down Jeff. I thought the next step was they were going to chase down where he got it from and then where they got it from. But I'm kind of glad they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you go, you know, you never know who, how long it goes back. And hey, then, exactly. And or what this thing is from or drives it or created it. I know I would have asked those questions and a lot of movies do. And it becomes like, find it at its source and destroy its source of power. But this movie was just like, nah, let's try to figure out. That's also where you get kind of that link to STDs where it's like, okay, so you got it from this person. (laughs) Find patient zero. You find patient zero and say, okay, so if this person 
is just the one that had it. You know, it's like, well, at that point, it's not an STD. It's just a, a, a disease that becomes that. And it's like, well, how did they get it? You know, it's like yeah. this whole, like, how did it fucking happen? GMOs, that's how. Um, but you, you mentioned something about the whole, like, where um, Jay, like, has sex with those three dudes. And we're talking about where they're having that little powwow with Jeff in the backyard. And Jeff is like, it should be easier for you. Like, it should be easy for you. I mean, you're a girl. You could have sex with anyone you want. Um, and you mentioned the shots where it's like, okay, objectify like the girl and stuff like that. There's a lot of stuff in here that deals with gender. Yeah. Too, oh yeah. Where it's like, okay, well you have that, you have the whole like, uh, well it should be easy for you bang whoever you want, you know, sort of thing. And you have the girl having sex with six dudes in this movie and, and in like three days. Yeah. In like three days. So you have a lot of like gender stuff there, which is and kind most, of most of the, cloudy. the, it, that were females were naked. Yeah. There was only one boy or one male one that was naked and that was uh, the dude on the roof. roof. Do you guys recall Maniac? Yeah. E2 of BITD. Um, where we discussed uh, visual pleasure and narrative cinema. Yes. The theory of the gays. This is usually where you talk about some sort of gay joke. <laughs> oh, thank you. Gaze, G-A-Z-E. And oh. the idea the idea <laughs> the of ho- Hollywood is male-centric uh-huh. and, and designed for males to watch females and to objectify them. This movie is 100% doing that, right? Yeah. Like, Jay is objectified. Like, we see the neighbors watching her. We are watching her with, like, yeah. these, these, like, POV shots, and then it zooms on her. I mean, even Paul the whole time is, like... Yep. Looking at staring her, staring at her. Yeah. She is she is coveted by multiple Greg. men. She bangs multiple men, and like you said, Hugh straight out says like, "Should be easy for you. You can bang anybody yeah. you want." And me, Greg, or Hugh had to rent some like busted ass house. Apparently, yeah. rent some house yeah. to, in some city where he doesn't live, and go out on dates with a girl to yeah. get her to sleep with them. That's yeah. what I didn't understand that whole thing like why he rented like a crappy rundown house when he lives in this like super nice like is it so people wouldn't know who he was yeah i think so that's why he was using a fake name but didn't that that girl like live near him didn't jay live near him i don't know well because they went to the same high school didn't they no 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 because they had they had to they found she's in college yeah, I know. I thought that was like the, the same high school that she went to or something. Because they're like, "Oh, you recognize that jacket?" She's like, "Oh yeah." It's she knew the high school. But I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know that she went there. Yeah. But, but what what was confusing to me is like, if you were that guy, would you go see a movie? No fucking way. I'm sitting yeah. in the same spot for two hours in a dark theater. No, but yeah. then it's just me. Like that whole movie scene when he sees the girl in the yellow dress, and then they freaks out and leaves, and then they just go sit in a restaurant. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, that's that's you're what he's saying. Would you well, sit well they drove. Spot. They drove. Still. The the well, theory well, of this thing is that it can come out of anywhere. So literally, it doesn't. You drive away yeah. ten miles, it still can come out of anywhere. But well, it's no, not. No, no, it's no. not like it's hopping to the place where you are. Yeah. It is walking then it from walks the movie that theater distance. to the. That's diner. why he oh, said, it does. Yeah, that's yeah. why he says what you can do is you can drive out. When he talks to him, he's like, "Well, you should, you know, bang some dudes." And she's like, "Well, I don't know." And he's like, "Okay, well, it walks and it's slow. So drive. If you drive somewhere, you could buy yourself some time where you can think about it." So that's the whole reason yeah. they went to the lake. And, and, and so why wouldn't you just go to another state? 
Yeah. Because eventually it'll come for her. Then go to the next state. But we don't know when that is. You that's could keep thing. moving west, like five hole. Yeah. yeah. No, you, you but could. That's, that, that's the whole point of when she crashes a car and they're at the lake house. Yeah. She is back in the hospital in her hometown and has enough time to wake up, bang Greg. Greg. Greg and then Greg doesn't see it for two days or something because it's walking from wherever the lake yeah. house is. This thing is very human. It's like, think yeah. of like Forrest Gump just walking slowly. The only <laughs> difference is it doesn't need to stop to sleep or eat or anything like yeah. that. So it it's literally walk a ticking two days clock. straight. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I don't know, like, who? Yeah, go ahead. When it breaks into Greg's house, you know, the. Oh, the weird, like, the like long dude underwear wearing, guy? Yeah. It looks yeah, like Greg. that freaked me out. Yeah, I thought it was Greg. I think what happened is she was seeing it as Greg. Because that way it's like, okay, she's not gonna she's not gonna think twice if it's Greg going to his own house sort of thing. But obviously it's not thinking in the sense of like, oh, dress like this, but again it's all white, well, you it's, know, pajamas. It's also whatever. smart. Maybe if a neighbor well, I guess nobody else can see it, never mind. Yeah. But uh, I mean, unless they've had it before. Yeah. You know. But um yeah, that, so that creeped me out. That whole scene where you actually saw it break the window. Yeah, I don't know why, but it's like it, watching a crime happen, right? I was just like, "Oh fuck!" Because it didn't. It wasn't like, "Oh man, how good to get in there." It was just like, "Break." Need to do this, and then it just slips in. Yeah. It, it looks like someone's sleepwalking. Yeah, that's why it is. I think it looks the, a sonambulon. If you think about the whole, like as soon as it Dr. kills Caligari. kills one person, and then it goes back down the line. So why, when it killed Greg, did it not just go straight after Immediately. Well, I think it actually did. Because she runs out of the house, gets in the car, drives away. And if you you notice in the the background of the scene, the long underwear guy is walking out of the house. Yeah. But it's like very slight. You only catch like somebody's walking out of the house and it's the the long underwear guy. And I think it's just... It is Un- now turning around and going. Until this going point, we hadn't seen it kill anyone. So we don't know what it does. Which is a bummer to me. I wish, I wish we saw more deaths. Well, here's, here's which, a- which to me, though, it didn't really kill anybody. It just banged Greg to death. Well, no, no, no. See, that's the thing. I don't think it did because that girl in, in the very beginning, her legs like broken. She's been yeah. physically killed. Yeah, yeah her so- legs were broken and one of her feet were gone. <laughs> I like, chewed off. almost feel yeah, like what sense. happens is it kills you and like bangs your life force from you because when she was banging dead greg there was like this like uh, it's gonna sound fucking gross but there's like this goop or like like yeah. sauce or whatever it was nasty hands. yeah it, it looked like there was just a bunch of jizz on her hands and shit yeah but like i think it was just kind of like honestly like taking his I, life force or his soul. I, I or did something think like that. of that too in the first scene where the chick's leg is like bent backwards. I was like, oh, it's kind of sexual. Like it had sex with her. Yeah. Yeah. Really? It, I didn't get that out of it. Well, because like, if you're holding someone's leg and you just fucking like break it because you have no limits because you're a fucking it, it. Because her knee is snapped backwards. So it's like some sort of like, I don't know. But it was up in a position where it's it like she had her like legs around somebody huh. and then somebody was just like, I'm going to uh, break her knee backwards yeah. now. And, and then I, bite your leg off, you bite your yeah. foot off, and I, I miss the foot thing. That's creepy. I remember a lot of foot people fetish. asking me afterwards or talking. They're like, "Oh, so does that mean like Greg was like molested when he was a kid or something like that? And like that's why it did it? And like was she molested? And is, is that why like her dad came after? Her? I'm like, no, it, it's just taking the form that it, it like whatever's going to be best to get to you at this at 
some random place, it's going to be a random form because you're not going to pay attention to it. In your own home, yeah. in the middle of the night, banging on your door, you you're like, well, I want to open the door. If, if it's some random person, I'm going to open the door if it looks like someone that lives there. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, there's that. I don't How know. crappy is it that the last thing Greg saw before he died was his mom's boob? <laughs> 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 and her. And her trying to jump his bones. Yeah, that's true. Which she does do. She does do, dude. Um, and he obviously liked it because there's that goo everywhere. <laughs> fucking goob. Um, <laughs> fucking, goo. fucking goo. It's everywhere. All right. Well, so James, normally we would talk about some sort. You got some sort of killer dissection here, being the doctor that you are. So I want you to do some uh, killer dissecting going on here I, ne- I need to hear it give it to me all right so i want to tie together a little motif for you guys here uh the movie i noticed this probably let's see the scene where we first see oh no the scene where uh jay bangs hugh uh i noticed He's in the trunk getting chloroform or whatever the mastermind has planned out <laughs> out of the the classic. And um, she's giving the speech about how when she was younger, all she wanted to do was grow up and be able to drive so she can drive out and do random things with her friends. And uh, I actually wrote it down. She said something like, um, I couldn't wait to get old and drive. And, you know, I just wanted a boy next to me and I wanted to hold his hand and, and yeah. go on adventures. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but now I can drive and I'm at home at the time. And, you know, where the where the fuck do we go? You know? Yeah. And it was like this, like um, this, like bored, like teenage, not like angst, but like almost apathy. Like, yeah, like, fuck, what, you know, what are we doing with our lives? What what do we have to do? And. Right after that, obviously, Hugh chloroforms her and she's knocked out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that was some deep shit. Because it kind of, what she was saying was like tying into like like what the teens were doing, right? Because we had already seen the establishing scenes of like her her like sister friends and and um, Millhouse just hang out every night and watch old horror movies. And mom's not around and they're not doing much. Mom's there. She's just drinking wine in the background. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Fucking wino. Um, but I was like, oh, yeah, man, it, it like hits home to like, yeah. she's like saying exactly, you know, how the teens are feeling. And then I noticed um, it goes on and we see we get more dialogue um, where uh, Thelma is reading out of the reading the. Um, the book, uh, the idiot, the idiot yeah. which I thought she said the Iliad. I was like, yeah, Homer? That's what I thought you're not first, reading Homer. No, she's reading the idiot. Yeah. And, um, Dorchayevsky, right? Uh, yeah. 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 And, uh, the line is something like, you know, there's an impending disaster and all I feel is the need to sit down and wait for it. And it's like more yeah. apathy and like disregard for what's happening around them. And she's reading the book, but it's like, she's reading it to the, like the teens that are sitting around and they're all yeah. just doing nothing. And yeah. I was like, she's reading about that. And then you get another, um, exposition when, yeah. um, Jay is in college. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the person reading the poem the is poem. reading a, a poem about Lazarus, mm-hmm. which is, um, the, the, correct me if I'm wrong here, but 
Lazarus is the guy who was resurrected by Jesus. Lazarus. 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 Sorry. So yeah, he was raised from the dead. It's like the miracle is like the the raising from the dead or the resurrection yeah. of life, which kind of entails, well, maybe it like doesn't matter, you know, who has it. Eventually, it comes back to you. It's resurrected. Yeah. It's coming back for you. And so I think through all these, and then we see uh, uh, one later that I'm going to describe yeah. in a second. But I think through these expositions of like just. It's not even voiceover. It's really clever, really clever yeah. screenplay mm-hmm. because it's written where it's not voiceover to a scene. It's not exposition. It's like kind of background dialogue. But a lot of times background dialogue is just filling the white noise or setting setting up a scene. But this dialogue that you hear in the background is telling the story of the movie. And it, it ties this theme of mortality Um so I first thought it was about like it was like a PSA for STDs. Yep. Um, and then I was like, the more I thought about, it, I'm like, the the this movie is more about m- mortality and like like teens coping with the fact that you're gonna die one day. Yeah. It's like death and mortality, and the idea that there's impending disaster, and it's like mirrored in the fact that it. It's always gonna come for you. Like mm-hmm. even if even if it gets five people up the line, eventually it'll kill them and it'll get yeah. back to you. Like there's impending doom and you will die. Yeah. Like death is coming. Yeah. And it wraps up, and I thought it was br- brilliant. I think. Yeah, it's Thelma reading the idiot again in the hospital. Yeah. Uh, after Jay gets crashes in the cornfields. No, no, it's when. Paul shoots her in the leg on accident. At the yeah. Pool. Yep. That's it. Yep. Thank you. Um, she's reading more and she's, she's reading a poem on a poem or a short story. Uh, sorry that the idiot on yeah. torture. And it says, you know, something to the effect that like the physical pain distracts you and you focus entirely on it, but it's distracting you from the mental pain. Yeah. And the mental pain is that the, the certainty that death is the worst thing coming. Yeah. And again, it's like death is the worst thing. And we focus on things that take our mind off of it. Yeah. And it's like this really heavy theme of like you're going to die and yep. dealing with death and accepting your mortality. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jay is going through that like tenfold because this yeah. thing will not stop coming for her yeah. to kill her. Like death is coming. She can't sleep. She can't rest. She's it. She has insomnia, like paranoia. Yeah. Like death is coming, and she's trying to cope with it. So I felt like the, the movie was almost like the anxiety of mortality. Yeah, and I, I, I really at, cool motif done through the oh, reading. Yeah. I picked that up. Yeah, like the, when I was watching it, whenever she was reading that from that thing, um, it just correlated with kind of what was going on in the movie, somehow. Um, yeah, I, I, I looked into it afterwards because I was like, okay, cool. There's a lot of big question marks over this movie. What is it about and what do things represent? And it all started because I was like, what the fuck is that clamshell reader thing? So yeah, I looked yeah, up yeah. clamshell reader and a lot of people had stuff about it. And one of them said like the e-reader, when does it take place and what is it about? And I, I read this whole, uh, I'll send you guys this article and maybe I'll tweet this article out as well. Um, or it's kind of like an essay that someone wrote where they're analyzing what the movie's about. But they came to the same conclusion that it, the monster, is time. 
you know, the monster is not, you know, the STD or this or that, which kind of looks like it is at first, but it's time. That time eventually is going to get you. You know, it's going to kill you. And um, in a sense, you can give that to someone else because when you have a kid, you know, when, when, when you give life to something else, that clock is ticking. You've just given someone else death. Yeah. But it's just further down the line for them, hopefully. Yep. And it's like, it's more than just the e-reader too, because like it's so cleverly in Jay, like mm-hmm. her statement about, you know, what the fuck do I do now yeah. that I drive and um, the poem in the community college. And even I think uh, Hugh, when they're playing that game at the movie theater, when he picks the kid, like yeah. who would you most yep. like to be? Yep. He picks the kid. Did you write that thing that I read? Because <laughs> you're like picking out all the same exact points. No, but it's brilliant, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. the kid shows that, kid has his life like the teens realize like they don't know what to do with their lives so they just want to like prevent death they distract themselves with which i guess is the same thing as time with booze mortality time same thing it's funny when they were playing that game when he was looking around in my head i was like i'd pick the kid yeah (laughs) oh would you yeah heck yeah because you have your whole life ahead of you i was picking the dude with the hot chick (laughs) (laughs) but then he even he even says oh i picked the kid and she goes She's like, why? Yeah. He's like, because he's got his whole life ahead of you. Yeah. She's yeah. like, you're only 21. Exactly. He's like, yeah. He doesn't want to accept. A joke out of it. And yeah. He's like, yeah. He doesn't want to accept that. And maybe that's because he's seeing it, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. God. That's probably why. It's because he could start over. Yeah. So this movie gets like really deep, really fast if you know what you're looking for. And it's it's great. That was a really good call out. I, I like that motif that yeah. you're bringing up. And I hope, I hope that th- this is a... Like, even though the movie, can we be honest? Yeah. The beach scene, like you were saying, gets a little weird and it's like a change of pace. And I think it starts to cheapen it there mm-hmm. because I don't like that. Yeah. Like that it can fight back and that it changes form to get through a hole in the door. Yeah. It's just like, okay. Like now it's like weird and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the pool scene, the eight mile pool scene, I thought was a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. See, and I, I heard you didn't really like that part. The pool scene? Yeah, and because Brett was telling me that you weren't, that you thought it was cheesy and he also thought it was cheesy. I, I guess I'm. I didn't really, that, yeah. so going into it, I didn't really understand what they were doing. Yeah. They were setting up all those to things. electrocute them. Yeah. Well, it. So Sorry. I saw them setting up all the, the electronics and I was like, are they going to try to electrocute the thing or yeah. like what what's going on? But then she gets in the pool and I was like, is she going to kill herself with it mm-hmm. in the pool? Like just to get rid of it kind of thing but then, but i'm like at the same time I'm like they don't know that they can kill it well the, yeah exactly, exactly. which they're I, trying something else because they know that i'm sure she told them i shot it and it didn't hurt yeah it. i felt like they gleaned it because she shot it and it like it a little chunk of blood blood flew well, out yeah, of there, right? it, and yeah. she fell down and yeah. then she gets back up again. well it only hit her like in the side of the neck though yeah mm-hmm. it didn't like go where, through her face for a person like a traditional person that would kill him because that would sever or at least yeah or at least i mean they would die soon after that like not maybe instantly but 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 i thought it was interesting that it that they decided to try to electrocute it in the pool i was like it made for a lot of show and i was like wouldn't you just try to trap it in a room it can't escape from i guess yeah because it seems very human to that point where you can break a chair on it i was like why don't just try to trap it in like a bank vault or well, obviously you can't get in a bank vault, but something yeah. to that effect, you know, you know, I, I, I feel, I think maybe it was just kind of like, like okay. the Babadook, put it in the basement. <laughs> like they're Feed just trying worms. to figure out like, well, <laughs> get your worms. Um, I think they're just trying to figure out like, okay, 
if, if I can hit it, Maybe if I it can, can grab it. me and do something to me, there's got to be something that can kill it. And I don't and know. Then I did thought that they, they killed it because like all the blood all in the, the blood, pool, I was right? like, oh, it's dead. But like, yeah, what is that? Yeah. It's so all that cool was for scene. nothing. Velma got shot in the leg for nothing. Exactly. Yeah. That that scene, I feel like they, the I read that the budget was like $2 million. By the way, it's made like $18 million, so super successful. But the, I read that the budget was $2 million, and I was like, a million dollars must have gone to that pool scene. Because yeah. it's like, there's like a weird ghost thing in and out, and it's throwing things in a pool, and then there's like the dramatic like special effects of the blood. I was like, there's a lot of special effects in that scene, which there isn't in the rest of the movie. Yeah. And there's like quick cuts, and like, I was like, this this scene is complicated and stupid. <laughs> Although, you know what I did find interesting? That I thought you almost said earlier, I hadn't thought of it till you brought it up, like, how did she know it was going to enter the water? You're right. We don't see it enter the water at all, and it ties back to like the paranormal, like the general para- paranormal idea that like water is like an energized force for like the supernatural. Oh uh, yeah. And I was like, it walked in and didn't get in the water. It started throwing things, but normally it would go straight for him and try to kill him. So like clearly, it didn't want to get Unless in the water. Unless electricity would hurt it. Yeah, so and it knew that maybe it knew that electricity yeah. would hurt it, and it avoided it, or it didn't want to get in the water for some sort of supernatural meeting reason, which then didn't, uh, which super, super bothered me because when it finally does get in the water, like he throws a sheet over it, yeah. brilliant, um, and shoots it, and it goes in the water. Why didn't they then try to electrocute it? They had more shit plugged in. They, well, they were all in one spot. They could have. They pulled her out of it, and they waited yeah. for her to go look over the edge. And I was like, "Wouldn't you just, just throw, throw stuff in?" in? Yeah, that edge. Yeah. Looking over the edge scene stressed me out. Right? Yeah, but you, I thought for sure it was gonna pop up and pull her in. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't. Yeah. But my question is: so they killed that one, right? Mm, no, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I thought they did, but then it comes back, and I was like, okay, so it must be like a Terminator 2 thing where it like disperses in a bunch of blood, and then it like recoups back into a person, but it takes longer. Yeah, I don't know. It, so then, so then theoretically, the next time that they see it, or she saw it, it would be coming from that pool area? Yeah. yeah. Walking Which to the next person? I guess yeah. would take a day or whatever. Yeah, depending on where they were. Whatever next. long it took. But um, I, Real quick, sorry. When yeah. they're going to that pool... Did you pick up on like the story that the girl was talking about about the carnival or something like that, and like how her parent, their parent, the you, fairgrounds? So yeah, what was that go. all about? It was about Detroit's and ruins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because she was saying her parents wouldn't let her go into the city one block, like past eight mile, to go to the fairgrounds because it was like the dangerous. It's it's not the suburbs anymore. And then yeah. and then uh, Jay says, "Oh yeah, mine too." And then they go to a pool that clearly they know about, which is abandoned, which you can sneak into, but it's not abandoned because it's in perfect condition. I was gonna say, if that's an abandoned like gymnasium, that pool is in great condition and it's clean. I don't think it was abandoned. I think it was just nighttime up, closed. I yeah, I did yeah, like a YMCA or something. Yeah, like I don't think it was like abandoned, like in ruins. I think it was just like not accessible at that time for whatever you know what I mean. Because it seemed like that's where they were doing like it's just like Detroit swimming. Yeah, like it seems like that would be like where they do like tr- actual training for like it's Olympic pr- athletes. It's or pretty something. bold that you drive there and you expect the thing to walk there in the time between when it's closed and when people come in again or whatever. There was a point where she was in the pool and that so I was like, okay. They're going to electrocute her or it or both or whatever. There was a time where I thought when she starts going, it just walked in and you don't see anything. 
because we don't see it walk in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the first time I where op- she sees it, we don't. I almost thought that they or she was gonna just have them throw stuff in and electrocute her to kill her, so she wouldn't have to put her friends through like shit anymore. That's a lot of effort they went to to drive to Detroit for that. No, no, no I th- I'm saying I think that. Oh, they were. I fooling thought that her. no, that she, she was fooling, was fooling her yeah. friends, oh. saying that she saw it and to throw stuff in just to get to kill her to like end it kind of. Well, thing. they wanted her to get out though. Yeah. They're like, swim out, swim out. Well, yeah, yeah, but she could have been like, just do it now, just do it, trust me, you know, like, um, that would have been been the reason I think I thought that was because she, we don't see it when it comes in, and And then she says like, I don't want to say when they say, what do you see? She's like, I don't want to say it. Oh, it's just her dad. It's just her dad, but it's just like you know, like she could have just been like, it takes any form, so it took the form of dad. But um, I think by the way, bad fucking move because that pool is way too big to electrocute something with like a couple random. Like lamps, yeah. Like you need like a bath. <laughs> you need like yeah. You need a bathtub size. Yeah. Water, not like a fucking giant ass pool like that. Yeah. Shit ain't gonna electrocute. Come on, kids. <laughs> Idiots. Um, I, I I like that they said it in Detroit because it does kind of fit with that motif of time and de- like death coming through. Yeah, death be, comes be, through the city of Detroit. Well, well, yeah, no, no. I I I know like. That's the whole point. That's the whole like on the nose of it is that like this thing that was great and young and vibrant and strong at one point. It was like, you know, like, fuck, you know, Detroit back then, you know, versus Detroit now where it's just bare. It's not even alive, you know, and you have that happening. You're like, okay, cool. Here you are now in your prime. They go there to to die, right? Well, not to die, but to kill it. Here you are in your prime. You know, and at some point you're going to die. It doesn't matter that you're in your prime now. Death will come for you. And the little story, I think that's just the whole, and the the, uh, the story where she's talking about the fair and the one where she's telling um, Jeff after they have sex in the car about, like, driving and stuff, It, I think that all comes down to the whole, like, you know, well, we're, like, wasting our youth, like, you know, when we yeah, could be much. doing stuff, like, seeing the world and seeing the city, we're being forbidden from going to those places because they're, quote, dangerous because they're not the suburbs. When we do have the car and we're able to, we don't go out there, and probably because you're not used to going out there, you know? So I think that kind of ties in very well, and mm-hmm. I dug it, but yeah. But the 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 beach scene and the pool scene i felt like did start to detract from the movie because the movie was super intense but then it started to get a little that's where like when i said i was i was very scared during it and then afterwards i started laughing because i like i actually really started laughing at those those two scenes i was like what is that creepy little like like walking dead pervy kid crawling through the hole doing like i started laughing about that or like the big guy randomly shows up i was like what's this clunky ass clown doing (laughs) And then I started laughing. Then I started laughing at the pool scene. I was like, "Yeah, this this pissed off ghost that can break someone's knee backward is like, nah, I'm gonna throw this lamp at this chick." My, he, my, he does smack her with a chair yeah. and bust her head open. I'm not gonna hmm. lie though. Like, okay, the the idea, whatever, like it not the, not the greatest, but putting yourself in the position of you're in the pool, like in the middle where you can't touch the ground, and you have heavy objects being thrown at your head. That's kind of stressful. Yeah, you have a TV flying at your head, and you're in the middle of a pool. Or the iron. Yeah, <laughs> it's like because like, what do you do? You're like, fuck. Fucking yeah. swim underwater. For some reason, she's like, mm, no, I'm gonna surface. I guess, but because you gotta breathe. I think I think she was doing it because she still wanted it to get in the water. 
Probably. So she's like, I'm not going to try to swim out because I still wanted to get in the water. Yeah. Which she had, wanted to seduce it. Like yeah. the boys See, on the boat. What, now, what are your thoughts? Do you think that they set up all those things on the side to, once it got in the water, throw them in and electrocute them? Yeah. Because the other theory, I think uh, Adam was telling me, that he said that he thinks that they set all that stuff up for it to throw at her so they can see where it was. They did it on purpose. So, But they plugged them all in. I, I agree. That, I'm not I, saying I, that's my I think theory. electrocution. I think electrocution too, because there's yeah. like a there's like a throwaway line that Millhouse says where it's like, "Oh shit, it didn't work," or yeah. something like that. When she doesn't get electrocuted. Um, I, w- I wanted to ask you guys about the end. So we have that quote from the idiot, and then we see uh, Millhouse and Jay walking hand in hand, and you see someone behind them. Both of them are wearing white. Again, which she hasn't really worn since like the beginning of the movie. Um, he's wearing white for like the first time, and actually, she she was wearing a white t shirt that she stripped off before oh, yeah. she gangbanged those three dudes <laughs> on the boat. She She's left like, her innocence on, on the yeah, beach. Let me leave my purity here. I'm gonna she go left bang her three dudes. On the beach. Yeah, um, but yeah, and then you have someone following them who's also wearing white. Um, oh. I don't, see, I remember they were wearing like a black sweatshirt or like a blue sweatshirt. He, he was wearing a white hoodie underneath it, and no, no, she no, was not Paul. The person following them mm. wasn't mm. wearing white. I, I thought it was, but whatever. In any anyway, you don't, have no, someone sorry. following. You have someone following them, um, and they're holding hands, and they kind of have that look of like, yeah, it's behind us, but whatever, we'll get through it. Um, what what was the finger tap? Do you guys think that was anything? Where it like zooms in on them holding hands and then she like taps his hand as if to say like, oh, this neighbor that's coming out of their door is real. That's what I felt like it was. Like she's maybe like, I see it. It could be a little code like that, like just like letting but, each other know what they see or what they don't. But see. then he did not reciprocate. I don't know. I thought that was I interesting. Know. Anyways, yeah, it, I mean, it, it could be that, or it could just be. A little fucking. I love thing. you. I yeah. love you. Continue, uh, Bizarro. I love you. <laughs> um, so I felt when I was watching this movie that after she reads that quote from the idiot in the hospital, that it should have just cut to black. The scene at the end wraps it up nicely, but I'm like, I kind of like where she's like, you know, at this very moment, uh, in this very hour, in this very minute. Um, you know, your soul will leave your body and you yeah. will no, you will cease to be alive. Boom, cut to black. That's where I would have cut it. And I almost felt like they tacked on that scene. I don't know if maybe like they kind of tested it and yeah. then it was like preview that pe- people were like, Oh, it's too depressing. And they're like, Okay, fine. Make them hold hands. It oh. does it does seem like something they would add in after like like previewing the movie, except that it was on like the film festival circuit, that, so probably yeah. not. But so I don't know what did you, you think about that ending. I liked it. I actually liked it because the ending is just again reiterating what she says in the book. Because when she's reading the book, because I feel like people will kind of ignore the exact meaning of what she's reading, and then the end just just reiterates it like like the mental they like the physical pain may be gone where you think you're safe, but the mental pain isn't because it's like yeah. it's behind you. It's like time is. Is catching you De- or death? Yeah, I thought it was death, but time. Same I mean, thing. Time's, time, yeah. time's probably more accurate. Time is death, but it's the same thing. Yeah. What'd you think, Evan? What now? What'd you think about the ending? I think. I mean, I, I kind of agree with you. Like the you like the dark, bleak ending. 
Oh no, no 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 no! I mean what you were saying earlier. Um, I I like the the end with them walking. Oh okay. Um, I said that. No no, but what I'm saying is what I I agree with what he was saying earlier, where it kind of seems like they might have added it in after. No, like they just don't like they're. It almost gives them a vibe of like, well, we have each other. Who cares? Mm, like yeah, if it gets to us, it gets to us, kind of thing. Like it kind of shows it, that it like, would kill them both immediately because if it's coming for him, then she's next. Yeah yeah. So, I mean, I just think that it's kind of a cool scene in that sense where if you think about it from like a love perspective or whatever, yeah. like if one of them goes then they're both going to go and then they're, they're happy together kind of yeah. thing, which maybe, maybe that's the way to seems beat kind time. Of, seems beat kind death. of fast for, I mean, they, they just kind of start, got together, but I mean, there was like tension, I guess. The yeah. whole well, they time, have but, that history and, yeah. and hearing but, you guys talk about it more, I think it makes sense. Cause it's like the whole, what their youth quote unquote was been, has been wasted. Um, even though they both clearly had feelings for each other because of whatever reason, yeah. you know? And so I, it's almost like they wasted that time. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, well, you know, let's not waste time anymore. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point. Like, is it that they want to be together and then that is better than whatever the time or death that's chasing them? That could, interesting. Maybe. I think, I think too, like, I think the, if they left it at the hospital scene ending, it would have been fine. But I think this gives us a little bit more of like a closure, not closure, but like a no, yeah, sure. Um, Choose your you own know, idea. it's not over, kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it's like the other one. Like if you just left it at the hospital scene, you maybe thought, oh, he they banged those prostitutes it. and they're in the clear yeah. for now. But this kind of shows, like, hey, 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 yeah, it's you, a comment. You, you don't beat it, yeah. I just looked it up. It, they are the thing following them is wearing a white shirt. You're right, yeah. but it's got like a black hoodie mm-hmm. over it. Yeah, so you're both right. We're both right. Yeah, friendship. Friendship. Uh, but by the way, can we? I yeah. didn't mention this, but the scene where Judd Nelson bangs Jay in the hospital. Yeah. Super violent sex. It's like, right? dude, take it easy. How is it violent? Because she well, just got violent, in a car accident. But like, like she pretty was, vigorous. She, she was already kind of banged he was, up. He was jazzed, and well, he shouldn't have been jazzed. Yeah. My question is number well, one, clearly, who cle- bangs in a hospital? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Clearly, number two, who. Is banging in a hospital and gets undressed to do it. Yeah, yeah. Stay close. He does get fully undressed. Here's the thing. Yeah. Clearly, but he, he's just like going at it, and it's like, well, that's uh, the thing. Clearly, he's not doing it because he's trying to help her. He's doing it because he just wants to bang her. He, he doesn't. De- he doesn't believe. He definitely her. wants to bang. Her. Yeah, he doesn't believe her. He thinks that she's just crazy or whatever. Yeah, and so he's he, in for a quickie. He's in for a quickie. He's like, well, if I tell it's her disgusting. this. Yeah, you know, and that's why he dies. Good point. That's Super why disgusting. he dies, and that's why later uh, oh, Paul's like, nasty. Paul's like, uh, oh, like you can give it to me, and then he's like, I liked you too. You could have had sex with me. And she's like, well, I thought Greg would be okay or whatever. And he's like, I want to help you. And she just says, do you? Because she's like, well, someone do you told just want to have sex with me? Yeah, yeah. Um, but because Greg, Greg banged the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was not gentle, and I no, was tender. He was fucking going at yeah. I, at the very least, she got in a Come car on, accident. You feel it would be slow. Yeah, she, like, she's got a broken you know, arm, broken like, arm, and a bump on the head. And then she looks to the left, and I thought it was because like the thing was. Yeah. The, like, I thought it was because Paul walked in and like saw them, and she was just like, <laughs> oh, "Yeah, this is happening." He's, yeah. he's crushed. Yeah. She's crushing his spirit. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was because it was coming, and she's like, "Yeah, hurry up and finish, bro." Because I want to yeah. give it to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you kill this guy. I I get a, I get a two uh, 
two second head start there. But, um, in, but instead, she was just depressed with herself. No, she just was. She was like, I can't believe I'm dealing with this. What if she banged a girl? Does it work? Then it would oh, go after that good girl. Good question. I, I think so. I think it's like you said, if you have sex with someone in one way or another, like it go, it goes for that person. Yeah. What if you use like what if she use a dildo? The, Would it go after the dildo? <laughs> <laughs> goes after the dildo. Uh. Um, but yeah, I, I dug the movie. I liked it. I, I walked away from it being like that. That was fucking rad. I, I dug it all around. It, it's not perfect, um, but it's definitely a lot better than a lot of other horror movies that have come out. You know, recently. Agreed. It, agreed. See it. See it. It's very good. And there's so many things you could argue, and so many different ways you could interpret things. Yeah. And yeah. we want to hear about them. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah. Bunch of idiots just mm-hmm. arguing. Yeah. Do it's, it. It's like someone wrote a book about us or something. You know, and then put it in a movie that we're talking about. Moral of the story, don't try to film an electrocution scene in a giant community pool. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, but yeah, share your opinions with us at EITD Pod. You know our personal Twitters and hit us up on uh, our email as well. And uh, my phone number is 714-403-3503. And Dr. Jurassic Price's phone. I'm going to laugh so hard when you start getting text messages from random people. I'll you know, know. I'll tweet. Did, you know, did you know that, um, did you see that uh, Ian... Uh, got to ask Kevin Smith a question in the Hall H panel and shouted out the network. No, nice. He shouted out the network, okay, and the website and all that stuff. And then we've been having people tweeting at us for uh, stuff and things and other stuff saying, oh, yeah, we we heard you at that panel. And we've had people uh, tell us also that they, because Kevin Smith used that recording of his panel as his Smodcast episode. So you, I wonder if we're going to have a lot of people now listening to this and hearing oh. your phone number and then start I hope so. spamming you. <laughs> That'd be great. Send it in, guys. I hope that happens. I have Dick unlimited text. What was the phone number again? 714-403-3503. <laughs> Dick pics. Do it. Um, all right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this um, for this episode. But before we move on to... Uh, saying goodbye for another little while here. Uh, we like to tell you what we're going to do next. So, James, let us know. What are we doing next? What's our next movie? The best. Just to... Well, we're a little late, I guess, on this, but just to coincide with your summer fun, uh, a little 1975 epic called Jaws. I think I've heard of that one before. Mm, you might have. Change the history of Hollywood forever. I'll tell you a little bit about that. And uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, uh, the master, one of his, it was his first masterpiece because I I won't say that Duel is a masterpiece. I don't even know what that is. It's a, it's you ever seen the movie Joyride, the horror movie Joyride yes. about the truck yes. driver? Yes, yeah. it's Duel. Oh, Duel's a made-for-TV movie. Joyride just basically ripped it off. Oh, uh, but Jaws, Steven Spielberg's first hit. He was pissed he didn't get nominated for an Oscar. Uh, it's written by. I can't remember the guy's first name. Uh, Benchley. Benchley is the uh, screenwriter who is also the author of the book, which the movie is based on. The book came out. Movie got made the same year. Very rare. And also one of the last movies for Richard Zanuck, who is most important because his father is super famous in Hollywood. He established RKO Studios. Did you say the movie was made the same year the book was written? Yeah, or within a year. That's crazy. That the book came out. And uh, 
So a lot of history behind this movie. It's very important in Hollywood, and it also happens to be fucking scary. And it's also pretty topical right now. I mean, we just summer. had that dude. It's summer, eh? Yep. Uh, we had that Bikini dude season. who got uh, who got attacked by a shark during a surfing competition. That was awesome. And he he lived. He didn't, he, I mean, yeah. he didn't really get attacked, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got attacked. He got lucky. I would say attacked. anytime a shark touches me, it's an attack. I'm when it's going attack. towards you it's not for the intention of eating, whether it misses yeah. or not, that's an attack. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, well, as we always do, we like to leave you guys with some killer lines, and some of the killer lines in this are are are, are great. I mean, you you have quotes from the idiot that are just way too long for me to recite and remember. Um, so I'll leave you with this. Hey guys, I have an idea. What? What? Oh, sorry, it got away. <laughs> <laughs>